Blog Talk Radio. It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott, and we read it right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. The sports analyst that covers it all brings it all every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Sometimes they go into overtime. You don't want to miss these two former college football athletes, the Hoodat and Niner Gang, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Bang Bang Niner Gang. It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott, and we read it right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Good evening, good evening, good evening. It is Wednesday, 7 p.m., so that means you are tuning to Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, we got a good one dialed up for you. Uh, we're going to talk the NBA playoffs. Uh, we're going to talk Lakers Nuggets. Wow, what a series that was, or not so much. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk uh, LeBron James contemplating uh, retirement. That's uh, that's a story within itself, a big story there. Uh, Anthony uh, Anthony Davis as well. Was he a letdown to the uh, uh, to the Lakers in that series, especially that game four? Also, I uh, want to talk the Heat Celtics as well. The Heat had a chance to close it out. Um, are they in trouble? Are the Heat in trouble because he didn't close out the game last night? Uh, we'll definitely dive into that. Also, we're going to talk about Coach Mazzullo, the head coach for the Celtics. Is he on the hot seat um, for sure? And then uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, should they be broken up like the five heartbeats? Uh, we'll, uh, we'll definitely dive into that for you for sure. And then, uh, you know, we'll dive into our uh, got my one-ticket segment. We got our new segment, which uh, I'm so uh, so so dialed into this one, and that's what that is. Uh, K Walk and E Scott cares when no one else cares, and of course, E Scott's uh, entertainment segment at the end of it, ladies and gentlemen. Again, we always got a great one dialed up for you. So, with that being said, let's bring in Mr. E Scott. Mr. E Scott, how are you doing this evening, my brother? I am well, man. We here for a good time, not a long time. Yes, sir. We ain't gonna go long, but we all gonna go hard. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> So uh, with that being said, e, let's let's jump right into it, man. And oh, also, you know, I wanted to um, also say that we're going to have um, a guest here um, this evening around the, the quarter to the uh, quarter to eight eight, eight o'clock, and that's Silk Sonic. Um, he's going to call in and talk <laughs> about the Capitol Casino. Uh, so we'll, uh, we'll we'll talk to him. He's going to get you know thoughts and opinions on that and where you can go to find out on that. And again, Capitol Casino, man. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't listened last week or haven't been dialed in. Uh, for sure, we, we stay tuned for that for sure. <laughs> All right, e, um, we got the, uh, the we got the Lakers and Nuggets, man. The other night, uh, Lakers Nuggets, uh, the Nuggets closed it out. It was just sweet. Uh, you know what? It led to the. It, you know, we. I, I don't know if we saw it coming in. I guess you can. The way that they played the first game, I think you can honestly say that this is probably the way that um, it looked, and then the, it was going to go to uh, go to fruition and, uh, as far as a sweep. I thought the Lakers at least pull one, maybe two games out, but it didn't. Um, it didn't happen. He, um, LeBron James has been labeled as a crybaby. That I mean, he's not even he's not even in the goat conversation from all his antics or you know his antics in the series. He now it's leading him to contemplate retirement. Talk about the series, E, and also also what you feel, how you feel uh, as far as LeBron 
contemplating retirement, and do you see him going through with retiring? Well, I mean, he has said that he wants to play with Bronny, but then he also came right. out and said that he don't know if that's Bronny's dream, and if it's not Bronny's dream, he will respect him. I don't see okay. him retiring because I don't think he wants to go out like this. I do see at least one more year. Now, yeah. is he is he going into free agency this summer? Does he have a player yes. option? Uh, okay, because I said I don't see no. it being necessarily with L.A., but I do think we will see him on somebody's floor next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, and, and I got to say that with LeBron, I mean, it's shocking to me that he would even think about contemplating, especially like you mentioned, like going out like this. You know, going out on a sweep. I don't think that you know he could be in that go conversation. And I'm not saying LeBron is is factoring that into the equation because I don't think LeBron really. Well, maybe he does because he labeled himself the greatest of all time. So maybe he is, and that's why I say that I don't think he'll you know he'll retire. I think he will um, come back. Who he plays with that remains to be seen. I think he will stay with the. Uh, with the Lakers and probably sign a one-and-one, which means a one-year deal um, with the player option. That way, after that year, you know, um, after that year, he can pretty much say, I'm opting out and I'll go wherever. You know, it could be with Bronny. If, if, if Bronny decides to, to do be a one-and-done at USC, and if, that, if that's what Bronny's dream is, like you mentioned, E, um, it could be very well yeah, that could, that can all come together, but I don't see LeBron going out like that. Not on a not on a sweep. I just can't see LeBron James going out like that. Even at the age of 39, which he'll be at the end of next season, um, I don't see him doing that. Man, he's too much of a competitor to go out like that. I think he would rather um, not make the playoffs. I don't know. I'm not speaking for this man. I think that you know. I don't think you want to go out like that. I just don't think you want to go out like that. And and then contemplate. I wouldn't personally. I wouldn't have said. I wouldn't even contemplate. I said I'm ready to go back. I would have been in the gym. I would have been doing interviews in the gym. That's just me. <laughs> at the free throw line, you know how he gets to the. You know he gets to the the, uh, the gym, and they always show him like you know it's it's like you know. 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but they're not playing until 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, whatever the case may be. I'd have been, I would have been right after that game. I'd have been taking interviews on, on the basketball court and let you all know this is how I'm coming. This is a, what I'm ready for. This is what I'm focused on um, right now. So I'm ready to get right back into it. But that's LeBron. You know, I, you know, I, I don't know. You know, um, he's got a lot of accolades. He, I know we always compare him to the, uh, in my opinion, the goat was MJ. He doesn't have as many titles as MJ. You know, he doesn't have certain accolades that MJ has. But, you know, he has enough. You know, he's the, the, the all-time leading scorer. You know, um, you know, he has so many different awards or, you know, accolades that MJ doesn't have either. But when you talk about the playoffs, you can't compare them to. That's, you can't. I'm not even going to put apples and oranges. I'm not even going to say that because of the fact that the matter is apples and oranges is still in the same bowl, and that's fruit. So I'm not even going to sit there and so compare the two. You are with some cabbage versus a pear. <laughs> there you go. A there you go. Vegetable versus fruit. There you go. There you go. Exactly. I said that's the comparison. There you go. I was going to say potatoes, but you know, I, you know, but you know, I, but yeah, exactly. Your point exactly. Um, yeah. So I, I want to see what what LeBron does. I know he wants to take time and, and think about it because it's it's a it's a it's a fresh room right now. Um, right now for him, um, and, and that squad because you know they did something a lot of people didn't expect them to do is get as far as they did as far as the 
Eastern, I mean, the Western Conference Finals, excuse me, um, you know, especially being a, a seventh seed in the play-in game and, um, you know, knocking off the defending champs uh, as well and going through all that hype and withstanding all that hype with the with the Grizzlies as well. So, um, you know, I, I don't think LeBron – I think LeBron understands that, you know, he needs some pieces, a little bit more pieces around him, a couple more pieces, I should say around him. So uh, well, let's see how that plays out uh, for sure. But I don't see LeBron um, retiring. But E, for argument's sake, argument's sake, let's say LeBron does retire. Let's say he does retire. And I can't see that happening. But let's just say, let's just play uh, devil's advocate here, if you will. And let's just say LeBron James um, retires. He's not, you know, he's done. How does that Laker team look right now, man? I mean, what do they need? Does anybody? Because um, you know, also with that being said, Kyrie's out there as well. Kyrie's out there. He's a free agent, a UFA, ladies and gentlemen. That's unrestricted free agent, so he's free to go wherever he wants to go, providing that the money is right, of course, contract is right. E. Kyrie's out there. Does Kyrie go? Does Kyrie go to the Lakers? Does that hedge? Um, does that play a part in LeBron James's decision as well? That Kyrie, knowing Kyrie is out there, because this, listen to this, ladies and gentlemen, Kyrie Irving, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James, along with that other crew that they have as well. That's not a bad. That's not a bad looking team. But what say you about that possibility? E? Well, I mean, I, I think it's a good move for the simple fact. Kyrie, the basketball player, strictly basketball, is a hell of a yeah. basketball yeah. player. So, I mean, if, if if they can get that. But I think what the Lakers ran into this year was, especially because the Lakers had one of the best records after the trading deadline, I mean, after the all-star break, yeah. trading deadline area. So they had the team. But what they ran into this year was just a buzzsaw loaf of bread named Nikola Jokic, the, the Joker. <laughs> they were just better because, like you alluded to earlier in the segment, I saw how this was going to go after the first game. Now, I didn't see a sweep, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not saying I saw a sweep. But I knew Denver was going to win the series for the simple fact both AD and LeBron played well in the first game. Now, if AD mm-hmm. and LeBron had got out there and one of them didn't play well or both didn't play well and they lost, okay, yeah, you could say, okay, the Lakers got some hope. They, they, both of their stars weren't clicking. But they both played well in the first game, and they still lost. Once I saw, once that happened, I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah. Denver's Denver's just a better team." Because yeah. something Ship, our buddy Ship, always says, he says in football, the better team is not always going to win the championship because of any given Saturday or any given Sunday. Being right. college is a pro, you have a team come out. If it's their day, it's just their day. It happens. Um, the biggest example I can think of is Tom Brady's first Super Bowl when they beat the greatest show on turf. I mean, no one saw that coming, but it's one game. It's one sample size. But in basketball, you got to beat me four out of seven times. And if you can beat me four out of seven times, odds are you are You're just a team. better team. That That's just yeah. how it is. And so I think that's what the Lakers ran into this year. I just think um, the Joker and them were just a better squad. Yeah, I, I and I can't argue with that. I mean, it's obvious, you know, we, we all seen it. Um, you know, even the last game, you know, when they, the Lakers were up, uh, 
They were up, I think, 9 or 10 in the third quarter. And I'm thinking, like, okay, the Lakers established this for a little bit. They'll extend it, make a maybe, you know, possible gentleman sweep. Uh, the, uh, the Nuggets will take it back to, you know, Mile High or take it back to Denver and close it out there. But the Joker and, and, and Jamal Murray and Aaron uh, Gordon and Jeff uh, Green, old man Jeff Green, man, um, they just they just wanted it more, man, and they didn't want to they wanted to close that out, man. They really wanted to close that out, and they did it in the fashion that they did. And now they they're you know they got a little uh, extra day rest, depending on what happens tomorrow night in the uh, the Heat and and Celtics game. So it's going to be interesting to see you know what happened there. Now you 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 lose to AD, and I have to ask you about AD, like you know. I know we we we're pretty much set on that the uh, the Nuggets were a better team. We, I think we're both in agreement with there a lot with a lot of people as well. But let's talk about AD and his performance, man. I mean, he stayed healthy. He stayed healthy. He stayed on the court. You know, he wasn't in the street clothes. He wasn't street clothes Davis. He wasn't Anthony Data Davis, as you know. He you know he likes to people like to call him. <laughs> You know, so he was uh, on the court. He was available. And like you always say, you know, the best ability is availability. So um, he was available, but he just didn't perform, man. Now, outside of, let's just take the the, the Nuggets as being a better team right now, just being a better team. We know that. But let's talk about the Lakers team. Who was more to blame? Is, is AD the, the biggest reason why – that that the Lakers were swept or just didn't perform better. Do you how much credit or how much blame do you give AD in this in, in this in this in this uh, scenario? Watching watching Game Four now, AD does show us some blame. And mm-hmm. watching Game Four, I'm gonna put the blame on Darvin Ham. Here's why I say that. Oh, wow. you had you had Tristan Thompson over there this whole time. And you waited the game because mm-hmm. Tristan Thomas played well. First of all, I didn't know yeah. Tristan Thomas was in the league until a couple weeks ago. <laughs> right. And then I found out he wasn't in the league until around the trade deadline, whatever, whatever. Because, like, one night they were showing the game, and you know how they briefly showed us bit? Yes. I'm like, they yes. look like Tristan Thompson. So I looked it up. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that is him. And so he wasn't getting any minutes. But when he got mm-hmm. in the other night, he slowed the Joker down. He couldn't stop him, yeah. but he did slow him down some. But I'm saying, yeah. so if you had been playing Tristan this whole while, that would have freed AD up to do more AD-type things. So, yes, I do put some of the blame on AD, but I blame Darby, I blame him for not finding Tristan Thompson sooner. I mean, because, like, and plus he a clutch client. I mean, I think that's largely why he on the Lakers roster, because he a clutch client. But I'm like, if you had that over there, this, if you had that over there this whole time, why did we have to wait till they were now oh three to see it? That that's my question. But yeah, to answer your larger question, yeah, AD has to take some of this blame because Bron didn't have an off game. Bron played well in 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 all the nights, and he's a thirty eight year old man, like you said. There's only so much that he can do. Yeah, man. Yeah, it, it, you're right about that, man. And and I feel, and sometimes I feel bad about AD, especially in this situation, man, because he stayed healthy. You know, I think he would, you know, he would have got definitely got knocked for if he if he wasn't healthy. 
But the fact of the matter is, you know, and, and someone posed the question, is he in the Hall of Fame? But we'll dive into it a little bit that a little bit later. I'm going to ask you about that in a, in a, in a moment. But, yeah, um, you know, when you look at Anthony Davis, man, and you look at the combination of Anthony Davis, LeBron James, I know it's an older version of what you want to see because, you know, the, sometimes the, the name and the game just aren't the same, man. They just aren't the same because you got an older uh, uh, LeBron James. You got a – I mean, he's still serviceable for the most part. But I think they need they need another scorer there, and that's why I alluded to uh, I brought up um, <clears throat> Kyrie Irving earlier because you know that that might be a, a really good fit for them in order to make some serious noise in, in the uh, in the West uh, for uh, for sure. But yeah, but going back to Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis, man, it, to me is this um, a guy that kind of like he's kind of like KD, man. He, he he's a guy that you can't. Um, you can't expect to carry the load. He needs an, a, a one-two punch. He needs to be that third guy, uh, if you will. So, uh, with that being said, man, yeah, I, you know, I'm not gonna. I had to put some blame on him, but uh, I, on him, but I can't put a lot of blame on him at, at the same time because the fact of the matter is, the Lakers didn't have that third guy. They didn't have that third guy in there, man, to to, to alleviate some, uh, you know, some of the pressure on him. And and on top of that, going against Joker, man, whew, um, it, it was just it's just it's just a test. It's a tough it's a tough road to hoe for, uh, for sure. Right. Now let's Go ahead. Let's, let's, let's examine let's examine what you just said here a little bit. Let's just okay. peel back a couple layers of the onion. Now, sure, <laughs> he was brought. To LA, I think expectation. He's a victim of expectations, and yeah, it's not sure. that he doesn't live up to expectations. Sometimes the expectations just might be too lofty because he was mm-hmm. brought to LA to wear the Batman suit. He was supposed to be the yes. heir apparent to LeBron James, and I mean, <laughs> you didn't reduce him to. Not only is he not Batman, you took the mm-hmm. Wayne Rogers suit and gave him the Aquaman yep. costume, the third. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, Alfred. He's Alfred. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, 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 yeah. So you took away the Batman suit, the Robin suit, and now he's out here being Alfred. So sometimes the expectation, like I said, I think that it's just, he's not living up to expectations, but sometimes the expectations yeah. are just a little too lofty. Exactly. Because he, he can do nothing with the Joker, and a lot of that's not mm-hmm. his fault. It ain't many people who can do something with the Joker, but again, right. Tristan Thomas, Thompson at least slowed him down, so I really mm-hmm. think Tristan should have got more minutes, which would have freed up AD a little more. And I think the Lakers mm-hmm. would have got a game or two had they played more yeah. Tristan. But now it is a small sample size. So I'm just basing that on what Tristan did the other night. He might have yeah. went out there. It might be a reason he wasn't out there. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, but when I when I think of AB, man, I, I kind of compare it. I don't know if you ever saw the movie True Lies. There's a, the with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Tom, uh, not Tom. Tom Arnold was in it, but he was the Tom Arnold was the guy behind the scenes. Like he was like telling telling Tommy, uh, uh, telling uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger everything to do. So it's the guy behind the scenes, like Alfred. I mentioned Alfred. It's always the guy that's behind the scenes that seems to be the little bit more valuable 
than the guys in front of him. And that's what I say. You know, I think that if he's behind the scenes and nobody's really paying attention to him or really knows who he is, then I think he could be a little bit more valuable. He could sneak up on you, if you will. You know, if you got a LeBron, you got a Kyrie, oh, okay, we'll forget. AD, where's AD at? You know, that that type deal, you know, kind of like that, you know, where's the vibes? Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. You know, that, that type deal, you know, gotcha. let's look at it that way. Well, so that, that's how that's how I look at AD, man. I just think you have to just alleviate a lot of pressure from him in order to get the best out of him. Sad but true, you know, especially with all the money that he's making and and the, and the big name that he is. But I think you know you can alleviate as much pressure um, off of him. I think that's what the best performance you're going to get from him as well. And I think that's why we see a lot of these mystery uh, <laughs> these mystery injuries all of a sudden because it's too much pressure on him. And I don't think he can handle it, man. I just don't think he's built for it. And it's okay because a lot a lot of people can't handle that pressure. And and there's nothing wrong with that in in, in my personal uh, my personal opinion. But um, uh, anyway, let's uh, let's uh, we're gonna what we're gonna do here. With, let's uh, let's take a quick break, man. At twenty minutes, man, I went by fast. All right, uh, let's go to uh, let's just grab our first break here. When we come back, ladies and gentlemen, I want to stay on the we want to stay on the NBA talk, and uh, we want to talk about the uh, the Heat and uh, the Celtics um, right now. The Heat are up three uh, one. A lot of people are saying the Heat are in trouble because they allowed the the, the Celtics to, to get that win last night. But I want to get E's thoughts and opinions, and of course I'll uh, you know get my thoughts and opinions as well uh, for sure to see if that that the Heat can close it out tomorrow night or is to go back to Miami. I definitely want to get you guys thoughts and opinions. I mean your thoughts and opinions on that E for sure. Again, ladies and gentlemen, you are tuning to Sports Talk with K Walk and E Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. We'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Jaquan J. Kelly, a.k.a. Jamel Reef, Master Killer of Wu-Tang and American Saga on Hulu. You're listening to Sports Talk with K. Walker and E. Scott. They're taking a quick break, and they'll be right back. Your skin isn't just skin. It's a beautiful reflection of every single thing you've been through in life. Which is why Dove Body Wash removes your skin's ceramides and strengthens it against dryness. For instantly softer, smoother skin, you can lovingly embrace. Renew the love for your skin with Dove Body Wash. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get-offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. Back. 
Okay, all right. Got a little ahead of me there. And <laughs> we are back. And again, you are tuned to Sports Talk with K Walk and E Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Uh before the break, ladies and gentlemen, we were uh talking about the uh the Lakers and the uh, the Nuggets series, LeBron James contemplating right now or mulling over uh, retirement. Uh, talking to Anthony Davis, uh, Anthony Davis as well, and uh, what the uh, you know what the future looks like for for uh, for the Lakers. I uh, want to stay on the NBA talk, and I want to talk about the um, I want to talk about the, uh, the the Heat and the Celtics. E. Uh, the Heat went up three nothing, three zero, three nothing. Sorry, I was not a number, um, ladies and gentlemen. So if you ever say zero three zero, it's three zero. So um, <laughs> just always that always bothered me. That's why I just brought that up. Me too. But anyway, I, I was the only one that they got the nerves with. <laughs> Yeah, man, that, that always bothered me. I don't know why. Yeah, I know why, but it just, it just gets to me. But um, anyway, uh, yeah, the, the the Heat went up three zero, and um, and they they you know you know what you and I, all right, I'm I'm I'm, I'm pausing and I'm hesitating, ladies and gentlemen, because of the fact of the matter is he and I are both conspiracy theorists. All right, we both are. We we're on record in saying it. We we come out and said that we are both conspiracy uh, theorists. All right, theorists. So with that being said, e, the, the the Heat. I don't know if you got how much of the, the game you got to watch um, last night, but I'm you know I'm a Heat fan, so I'm, I'm dialed in. You know you know from tip off to the last buzzer. But uh, give me your your thoughts and opinions on this. Man. I thought the Heat had that game won, man. I felt that this kind of like it's kind of like uh, they just. Uh, the, the NBA kind of buzzed down to uh, Eric Spolster and those guys and said, whoa, 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 wait, wait. We don't have a Western Conference game next week. I mean, uh, t- uh, tomorrow night. W- what's going on? Yeah, like, Can you guys take your foot off the pedal and just extend this series just a little bit for us? You know what I mean? For the ratings. <laughs> That's just a conspiracy theory, Simi. I could be wrong. But what say you? And um, also, uh, all seriousness, um, they did pull it out. They did. They uh, The Celtics did win the game. And um, a lot of people saying are asking the question: Are the Heat in trouble because they allowed uh, the the Celtics to get that win? Not only that, beforehand, Jalen Brown came out and said, "Don't let us get one." Now they go back to they're going back to TD Garden tomorrow night. So if they get their one there, then it's going to be you know just one game, you know, just one game after one game. You know, it's going, they're going to take it that one game approach. But what say you? Is this uh, are the Heat in trouble, and or or do you see this going a different way? It's funny because when you tease going into the break about um, are the Heat in trouble, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. and without without us even talking about it, my immediate answer was going to be if you asked me that coming out of the break was. Uh, the Celtics won this game for one reason and one reason only to extend the series. That was I I I, was <laughs> you, I thought the fix was in hundred percent because like Thanks. you said the Celtics I mean the Heat were dominating the whole game and then somebody mm-hmm. said, man hold up we need to make this Thank money you. we can't have a season on both sides we we Appreciate we you, know brother. y'all gonna we know y'all gonna win it so we got to do this and your boy Marcus Smart came on and said, actually said at first don't let us get one don't let us okay you got one now what you gonna yeah. do with it you've been getting played outplayed the, the whole entire series and yet yes. this thing is over. Even if they push it to a game seven, which I don't think they will, but the Heat are going to win this. And, again, like I said the other day, Missoula, 
Yeah, should have shut did. down prior to game four. He should have quit because, <laughs> well, you might as well get fired so you can get that unemployment. But, yeah, he, because his next, loss, his next loss is going to be his last. I said even if the Celtics come back from being down um, 3 nothing, if they come back, sweep the finals, he still get fired. I mean, because that's the worst coach I've ever that's the worst coach I've ever seen. But yeah, I, I do think the fix is in. I mean, because if you look on an NFL ticket, NBA ticket, I don't know about a major league baseball ticket because I ain't been to a major league baseball game in years. But mm-hmm. it says mm-hmm. on the ticket for entertainment purposes only. So <laughs> yes. that lets you know. I mean, so people like like so it's really not a conspiracy. It's the fix like okay, like wrestling. Y'all out here thinking wrestling real? That that the right. fix is in that that's because this is mm-hmm. your entertainment. So it's <laughs> not you, it wouldn't be so far fetched to think the same thing happens in the other major sports. I mean, I'm not asking you to buy into it, ladies and gentlemen, but I'm just saying it's something to yeah. think about. I mean, because with the way the Heat have been dominating and they were dominating the other night. You you just don't all of a sudden forget how to play basketball. I mean, yeah, okay, Jason Tatum went off, but okay, that 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 what 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 you want here? Yeah, I do. I definitely think the Heat are gonna win it, and I think they close it out tomorrow night. Yeah, good stuff. Look, I know we got our good buddy here, uh, Silk Sonic, on. I know you're holding, brother. Uh, so I'll get you in, in a second. Yeah, I just want to just, uh, just just say that, and then we'll get Silk Sonic in real quick. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, he, you know, because they, the, the Heat were up. You know, they, the way that they dominated in the third the third game. Um, you know, uh, the third game they won by what? I think 26, whatever the number was. It was convincing, and they were up by like twelve at one point in that in, in last night's game. So you can't tell me that all of a sudden, you know. And then and you see the, I mean, you see, uh, uh, you see Jimmy Butler and Gabe Vincent laughing, and you know, on the sideline, you know, even when they were down by you know thirteen, sixteen, whatever the number went may have been at that particular time, they're laughing. Jimmy Butler comes out in the press conference and says, you know, you know, we're going to continue to do what we do. We're going to laugh. We're going to be together. You know, we're going to drink beers and drink wine you know, in the locker room after this. So it, 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 it just makes me seem like it's just trying to extend this, man, for, you know, for the, for the rating stating. Because they have come out and said that the Nuggets and the Heat, uh, so that series doesn't look too appealing to a lot of viewers. It's, it's, the ratings are probably going to be down. It doesn't look good on paper as far as the ratings go. So, um, I mean, I mean, I get that, man. I get that. And you know what? And Jason Tatum and Smart and Jalen Brown didn't do anything differently than they did the previous three games, meaning scoring the way that they did. I don't know what it was, what the difference was, but I, you know, but I just saw a, let, a letdown from the Heat, and it looked intentional to me. And I think they tried to cover it up, but I don't think they did a, did a good job of it. But nonetheless, I'm a Heat fan, ladies and gentlemen. So hopefully they, we can close it out. They can close it out tomorrow night. But with that being said, let's bring in um, a good buddy, uh, Mr. Silk Sonic here. He's here to talk some uh, Kappa Casino. Um, if you guys uh, have been tuned in last week, you know that we, uh, E. Scott and myself, have been promoting uh, the Kappa Casino. So with that being said, I'm going to turn it over to Mr. E. Scott. Mr. E. Scott, take it away, sir. Hey, to the rest of the world, he's known as Ty Hong, straight out of New Orleans, Louisiana, LSU alone. <laughs> in Kappa Land, he's known as Silk Sonic. Silk. So, 
We brought you on in <laughs> to talk about the uh, Capital Casino and tell the people about it, tell them what they're going to get, tell them why they should come out, tell them where the money going, because I know Brother Paul Mark wanted us to make sure that we let people know where the money's going, so they don't say capital out here on the site. But, yeah, just uh, speak to it. We had Deuce Club on last week, and he spoke about it. But, like I said, I want to have a Deuce Brother on every week, you know, to talk about it so we can sell these tickets and just let the people know, you know, the experience and what the time they're going to have. Man, can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, loud and clear, loud and clear. Oh, man, man, thank you. It's It's a pleasure to be on to talk, you know, talk a little bit about, you know, our, well, it's not, it's no longer called Capital Casino. Uh, in the past it was, but, you know, it's called Casino Night. We want to get away from, you know, saying Capital Casino. We want to rebrand it okay. and make it a whole totally different thing. So just to give you a little bit of history about, you know, you know, Winter Park and one of our main events that we throw every year is our fundraiser. This is our signature event. In the past, like I said, it was called Capital Casino, but now it's called Casino Night. And for for those who really don't know anything about how Catholics operate or, you know, the Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated operates, especially on the alumni chapter, each alumni chapter usually throws, like, a, a signature event. And the main one that's usually within all, not all, but most, most alumni chapters, Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated, they throw a black and white ball. Well, he knows. Winter Park is a different ball game. We're a different alumni chapter. We've always been known to do things outside of the box. We're, we, we, you know, we stick to the box on certain things that we need to, but, like, events like this, we do outside of the box. So instead of doing a traditional black and white ball like, you know, most alumni chapters do in the organization, we decided to do, hey, let's do something nice and get people, you know, walking around, talking to each other. So, we we do casinos, you know. Everybody likes to dress up like the James Bond, you know, Casino Royale. You're coming out there, you're like, oh, I'm coming like a big shot. You know, I think Casino Night is great. And so we decided to do, you know, do Casino Night. It's our fundraiser to fundraise for our award-winning Winter Park Kappa League. And for those who don't know what Kappa League is, Kappa League is our guide right program within the Kappa Alpha Psi fraternity organization where we mentor young gentlemen, specifically African-American uh, gentlemen, young at a young age, I think starting at uh, sixth grade all the way to 12th, where we, we help them understand leadership skills, how to service the community, you know, a place where they can go to find mentorships, you know, and pretty much guide them in the right direction. And so all proceeds will be going to that. And that helps, that helps us, you know, get their blazers. That helps us fund, like, um, how can I say, college trips. So, you know, I recently, you know, they, they, went to, they went to UCF or, you know, FAMU, um, what, what's another one, UF, University of Florida. But, we're, you know, all this money we could send them to, you know, we could send them to Grambling State for, you know, we can send them to GSU, Grambling. You see that we can send them there for all the proceeds going there, you know. And then we, you know, we could send them. We can send them to Howard or something like that. So that's that's where the money's going to towards that, and specifically scholarships. We give these young gentlemen when they graduate, we give them scholarship money to buy books and all that. So the, within the program, they're less like that. And then you know, one thing about our Catholic League, it is award-winning. Like I stated, we had the Student of the Year for Kappa League 
and that's across the entire southern province. We have an award-winning capital league director in Brother Walls, and Brother Walls took this thing serious. E, you know, you can, you, you know, Brother Walls. Yes. And so, yeah. No, like, like like sometimes that when it comes to capital league, I mean things cost money. Uh, Shout out to you, K Walk. K Walk actually donated some money so to the um, capital league when we did the um, the um, the brunch, uh, the the capital league brunch. He did um, donate to that, but like like uh, Ty said, um, we do a lot of stuff with the young people. But you know these things mm-hmm. cost money, and we don't directly ask people for money. We hold fundraisers and events. Right. But like um, it's a lot of mentoring, and it's simple things like a lot of us with fathers take for granted, like just learning how to tie a tie. You know, um, right. uh, I'm not saying a single mom can't raise a man because she most definitely can. A lot of us are raised by single women. But a lot of stuff in manhood a woman can't teach simply because she's not a man. I mean, it just comes right. down to that. And that's where we try to come in and fill some of those small gaps. Again, like just teaching teaching a guy, teaching a, um, a, a young man how to tie a tie. Teaching them stuff like, hey, when you're walking down the street with a girl, you walk on the outside, she walks on the inside. There's a lot of little things that we take for granted that we don't know. We mention yes, these sir. young men and try to make them into good, you know, grown men. But, again, things like this, it costs money. Like um, Ty said, we send them on, on college field trips and try to get them enrolled, and hopefully one day they will become Kappa men. But it always got to start somewhere with a foundation. So, like you said, we hold the Kappa Casino or the Casino Night, if you will. It's a good time. There's food. There's drinks. There's music. You know, you come on out. Um, you, you have a good time and just know that the money is going to a very good cause. Yep, uh, uh, 100%. And then, you know, there's, with this, we have four different ticket packages. You know, you got the VIP that we call the Diamonds. We got the spades, we got the hearts, the club. You know, there's different types of opportunity. And if, if you were looking to sponsor, we have different sponsorships as well. Um, you can visit all this at our website at wpac.clubexpress.com. And you just click on the events and it says the casino night. And also, this, you know, this is a linen, summer linen party. So you ain't even you ain't even got to dress up like you ain't even got to dress up in them heavy wool or cotton. This is nice, fly, comfortable, right? And then yeah, it's gonna be comfortable. And then if I can add one more thing, is that sure. we are actually it's gonna be in Win- the new Winter Park Event Center. They recently renovated. They, I think they took about a year to renovate it. So we'll be we'll be going into a brand new facility that's been 100% renovated from inside out. Okay, great stuff, yes, great stuff there. Yes, it's definitely going to be a good Craig. time. And like Ty said, um, we're like last year it was a little more formal, but it was because um, we live here in Florida, ladies and gentlemen. Winter Park is in Florida. It get hot here. So, yeah, we call it the summer, <laughs> summer linen edition. So, you yeah. know, ladies, put on your sundress. Guys, put on your linen suit. Get fly. Come on out. We got the jazz hop happy hour from 5 to 7 um, with jazz on the roof. I mean, that that's going to get with the diamond package. That's going to get you complimentary, what we're calling heavy hors d'oeuvres, and also um, unlimited drinks. The casino is going to start at 7. 
inside, air conditioned. There's going to be table games. There's going to be music. Uh-huh. There's going to be cash bar. I mean, this is going to be a good time oh, all man. around. And um, like I said, we just want to raise money for the award-winning Winter Park Capital League and just come on out and have a good time. Yep. yep. Yeah, man. Go ahead. Continue, Russell. Continue. Oh, oh yeah. I was going to say, look, fellas, if you're single, they're going to have the ladies there. <laughs> look, man. Oh, and ladies. I can't go now. Ladies. Oh, I was about to say, I'm going to go. <laughs> I was going to tell you, ladies, man, if, you, if, you, if, you look, if you're looking if you looking for that man that's already grown and established, they're going to have a lot of them in there. That's ready. Right. That's ready. I'm telling y'all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, man. You had me. Uh, you had me at. Uh, uh, I think you said um, that. You know the obviously the linen thing there. You had me at the. Uh, I think it was open bar. E. You had me. At, <laughs> no. You had, you said it was unlimited drinks. Um, yeah. And I'm I'm sitting here. I, I'm sitting here looking at me, and I'm, I'm looking at you know you know flights and things of that nature. Man, I got. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna take a trip down there, man. No, seriously, I, I'm not even just saying that because you know you you know you you know you're my co-host E, and um and we we have this, but it, it definitely definitely sounds like something that um we definitely want to to check out ladies and gentlemen um you know if if you're in the area if you're in, you know if you can't get down there and enjoy the festivities you know donate i mean i mean this is something trust me on this this is something i've been looking into it i've been doing my homework on this it's something uh something great but uh, i'll turn it back over to you Ian, and you know let you and uh try to take it away i just wanted to throw that in there my two cents in there real quick I appreciate it, man. Like I said, I appreciate you donating to the um the Winter Park Brunch to raise money for the scholarship. Uh, Silk Chronic, mm-hmm. I'd like to thank you for coming on, man. Thank you for chopping it up, getting the word out. Um, again, I'm going to try to have another brother on next week, and we're going to try to sell this thing out, man. No problem. Thank you, E. And all i got to say is this, look, I agree with your last take on the, uh, the NBA wanting to uh, extend the conference final. Okay. So All right. I agree with that, All and right. I think it's I think the Heat will close it in six because and like you said, the NBA needs that yeah. money. It already went bad yeah, with Denver and the Lakers, and yeah. so for sure, bro. Yeah. And I'm a Heat fan. I don't want to see it go six. I don't want to see it go six, but I agree with you, bro. <laughs> it's going to go oh, I'm a Jimmy. I'm a Jimmy <laughs> Buckets fan. I'm a Jimmy Buckets fan. <laughs> so All I, right. I, I think he gonna. I, by the way, I think he gonna have. Uh, a movie after him, just like the blind side, but with his version. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know his story, and it, it is very interesting. You're right about that. He does have a very interesting story. <laughs> yeah, but Ty, man, right, thank Grace. you for coming on. I mean, feel free to hang Appreciate out in the you, background brother, if sure. you want to, because we're just about yeah, to chop sure. it up. We're we about to get into, um, we got a segment called K-Walk and he's got care. Don't nobody else care. I got a letter from a listener. I'm going to read. We're going to give some advice. K-Walk from a married perspective, me from a single perspective. Yeah, yeah. man, just feel free to hang out in the background if you want to. Um, yeah, we just yeah. going to keep it moving. But appreciate you, Silk. Right. Yo. So much, no Thank so you, much brother. Appreciate you. Appreciate yo, yo. you. Thank you. Yo, yo, right, yo. right. All right, great stuff there, great stuff there. E, man, I, I'm, I'm loving it, man. You, you, you're bringing uh, a brother on each and each and every week, man, and um, uh, Silk dropped off just to let you know that. Um, but um, um, 
Yeah, I, I appreciate you. You know, you doing that. Oh, no, I don't appreciate. I'm not saying I appreciate. The show appreciates <laughs> you, brothers. The show appreciates you for uh, for bringing these brothers on, man. Because uh, you know, I, I told you if you guys didn't listen last week, I, I wanted to be a Kappa. You know, come. You know, you know. And when I was at my days at, at Temple University, they didn't have it on campus, and they said that if I wanted to be one, I had to go off campus to Villanova. Wasn't doing that, bro. Wasn't doing that. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> but yeah, man. I, so it, it, it's my my pleasure. Anytime that I could donate, man, contribute in any way, whether it be financially, whether it be just, you know, getting the word out, whatever the case may be, e, you know you got a you, you know you got a voice in me, man, for sure, man. So, you know, just, you know you. um no doubt, brother, no doubt, man. Don't just goes without saying, bro. All right, so uh, let's stay back on. Uh, let's just let's, let's stay back. I know we're going to get into our. What we got? We're at seven forty-three right now. Let's. let's uh, we got a little couple of times. So let's, we'll ask you about um, Jimmy Butler. You mentioned Jimmy Butler and uh, and and Silk. I, I'm calling him Silk, man, because that's a smooth name. It's <laughs> Silk Smooth. That's how I call him Silk. So. Off air, I'll give you the reason he got that nickname. I don't want to put him out there, you know, okay. for all of us here. You. But it's not a pretty secret anything. But I will tell you okay. off air why he's called Silk Sonic. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's a smooth name, bro. That's a smooth name. So, uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah. He's a smooth Yeah, guy. it sounds like it. He sounds like it, man. It sounds like it. So yeah, man. Um, yeah, he mentioned Jimmy Butler. You know, he's a uh, Jimmy Bucket fan, man. And I want to ask you this, man: Is Jimmy uh, Jimmy Butler, in your opinion, is he a superstar? Uh, e or does he just play superstar type basketball? I mean, the reason why I asked you this question because I I remember the I don't know if you remember you do I know you do. So, um, remember the uh, the end of I think it was Rocky two. Rocky, I think it was into Rocky two, where um, Apollo Creed and uh, um. And uh, and Rocky were fighting at the end when there was no no what you, no there was no media around. They were in a ring by themselves, and you know they went you know they were putting you know just bouncing around and things of that nature. Um, it might have been right in the Rocky three. I can't really recall each other. It was two or three. Well, that much Rocky, I do it, know. It, it, it's it's the end of um um three I think because. No, no, it's yeah. in two after he fought Club and Lion. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So my, 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 I say all that to say this because of the fact that man, my point is, is that um, he used the term in Apollo Creed. Used the term and said, "Listen, you know, I, I'm a great fighter. You fight great, but I'm a great fighter." So with that being said, is Jimmy Butler a great basketball player, or does he just play great basketball? <laughs> Okay, and that, that, that's kind of two different questions from the superstar question. To answer the second question first, he is a great basketball player, and he does mm-hmm. play great basketball. Those two things can be synonymous at the same time. Now, as far as him being a superstar, I'll say this. He's having a superstar-type postseason this year because you're a Heat fan, so you know the regular season, he's okay. fucking up. They, 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 he was definitely not a superstar in the regular season. And for his career, I can't give him the moniker of superstar because he wasn't a superstar right. in Chicago. He, he wasn't a superstar with the Timberwolves. He was kind of getting there in Philly, but Philly said, nah, dog, we got this other dude over My here. Um, <laughs> we going to run with him, and that's in the Miami. And now in Miami this year, just speaking of, well, the bubble year was good, last year was good, but specifically the postseason this year, post the Chicago game, because, you know, what a lot of people aren't really talking about, 
The Heat were almost eliminated. They lost yeah. their first play-in game what? and had to win it. But it's kind of like Jimmy had a switch that he turned on, and he's been playing superstar-type basketball ever since. Okay. Okay, so you label him as a superstar in the playoffs only. This year, yeah, he's he's playing superstar oh, this year. Okay. basketball this year, yes. Because for his career, I wouldn't say he's a superstar. Because, again, we got the Chicago, Minnesota, yeah, Philly years. And then the yeah. regular season this year wasn't so great. But right okay. now, today, he is playing superstar-type basketball. Yeah, I agree. That's that's exactly how I wanted to put the word it. Is he's playing super uh, superstar type basketball. I don't think he's a superstar, but he's playing superstar type basketball, and that's why I had to pose that question uh, uh, to you. All right, e, before we uh, we get into our uh, our uh, K Walk and E Scott cares if no one else cares segment, I want to ask you this. Speaking of the uh, the Heat and the Celtics, Bazuo, and you you you, uh, you express your opinions on that. That you know he you. you you thought that he would be gone. You, you think he should be gone after this year or after this season? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, we also have – there's a lot of talk about J, uh, Jason Tatum and, and Jalen uh, Brown not being that one-two guy, um, if you will. Um, do you think after this season, if they if they are eliminated, let's just say they, they will be eliminated because, you know, the odds are that they will be eliminated – because it's hard to come back from an, uh, a 3-0 a, a uh, uh, deficit. So let's just say they are eliminated. Do the, the Celtics break up the tandem of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown? Do they do that? Do you see them doing that? And would you do that at the same time? <clears throat> the tandem is going to be broke up even if they come back from being down 3-zip and win it. <laughs> wow. Because for wow. the simple fact, both Tatum and Jalen Brown made All-NBA, which makes them mm-hmm. both eligible for the Supermax. If you, I don't know Tatum's numbers, but I know Jalen Brown. If he gets the Supermax, that's 60, 60 million yeah. a year, which would make yeah. him the highest paid player in NBA history. He, he's not worth that. I mean, and that's no shade to him. That's just, he, he, Let's look at the people who've all come before him and some of the people who are in the league now that don't get $60 million. He's not a $60 million player. So when it comes, if you can only give out one Supermax, I say give it to Tatum. I mean, you know, because for Tatum, that's your bread and butter there. Now, Jalen Brown, mm-hmm. you know, he has his good nights, he has his bad nights, but there's no way you can afford to give both of them the Supermax. And I don't see Jalen Brown taking less to stay in Boston when he can get a max deal anywhere else. Like there's been rumors about the Knicks and things like that. But, um, yeah, I think you break this tandem up regardless of how this season goes for the simple fact of the money aspect. Okay. So let's just say the money wasn't an issue. Let's just say the money wasn't a factor. Can these two coincide, you know, based off of their games and the way that they've been playing together? And they've been playing together for, for, for some time now, but they seem to be getting there, E, but they haven't been able to get over the hump. Hopefully that stays, you know, hope that stays on course, you know, this series. But let's just say the money works out, everything works out there, they can, they can figure all that out. Do these do these two uh, work to get well together, or do you just break them up because not because you know they just don't they just don't fit. One's 
they're both they're both alphas, but one doesn't want to defer to the other. What say you about that? Well, if, if you can work the money out, I think you mm-hmm. got to bring in a point guard. No shade to Marcus Smart, but he, he's not the point guard to lead them. They need a Rajon okay. Rondo type person, not Rajon Rondo because like he's 112 years old. But he needs they need a Rajon <laughs> Rondo type oh, point guard. Somebody who could get them the ball where they like getting the ball. Jason Tatum mm-hmm. is more than capable of getting his own shot, but he takes some very difficult shots. If you had a true point guard, that would lessen some yeah. of that. Jalen Brown, some nights he can get his own shots, some nights he can't. Now, some people would just be like, oh, that's because Tatum always has the ball. But, again, mm-hmm. if you bring in a true point guard, and that's not to be a superstar. I ain't saying go get stabbed. Right. I'm saying mm-hmm. you just got to bring in a guy who is a true point guard who looks to run the offense. Believe it or not, CP3 would work excellent over there. Now, the problem with CP3, Ooh. I mentioned Rondo being under the 12, CP3 yeah. 111, and that body has <laughs> just betrayed him. And all right, aspects, I mean, fact, that body has broke down completely. But that's the type fact. of player they need. They need a, a Rondo, a CP3. <laughs> Somebody like that that can play with two superstars who can get the superstar the ball where they want it, where they need it, and not looking to score. I did mention Kyrie. A, they tried yeah. the Kyrie experience. It didn't work out. Yeah. And B, no. Kyrie's too ball dominant. That's not ball the dominant, yep. guard they need. And, I mean, because, like, the Lakers are running into the same problem. D'Angelo Russell is mm-hmm. not a true point guard. I mean, he's going to give you some scrappy minutes. He's going to give you some defense. But, again, he can't get AD and Braun the ball where they like it to maximize the offense. That's the problem yeah. that they're running into. And, see, you look at Denver and be like, well, Denver don't really have a two-point guard. Well, yeah, they do. They just call him the Joker. He plays all five positions. <laughs> he can do it all. And down in Miami, you, you got a Jimmy Butler who and Bam mm-hmm. who they, they don't really need what – Tatum and Brown need, if you understand what I'm, you know, kind of saying. Yeah, I got you. It's just different. Yes, it's just different basketball. But if you can work out the money, bring in a true point guard, I'll say at least run it back. Boom! Oh my God! Yeah, man. Hey, that's East Scott's. That's East Scott's thoughts, man. I, that hey, that's that's excellent stuff there, brother. I mean, that was spot on. I don't even know how to follow that up, bro. I, you, you touched on everything. <laughs> That needs to be touched on. I, I love the, uh, the the analyst uh, aspect of it, the, um, the breakdown, the diagnosis of it, man. Excellent stuff as always, man. So I'm not even going to go. I'm not going to follow up. What I'm going to do here, ladies and gentlemen, let's dive into our uh, – let's dive into our – you want to go one ticket here first, or you want to go uh, K Walk and uh, East Sky Care? Yeah, let's, go here. Let's, let's, let's do let's do one ticket because that's a surprise. What's this? I actually have one for you tonight. But yeah, let's do one. Oh, ticket. do you? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So I didn't notice, ladies and gentlemen, as he as he mentioned, uh, it's a surprise to me. So let's do it. All right. Again, ladies and gentlemen. You're tuning to Sports Talk with Kay Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. One ticket is coming your way. Be right back. My bad there, ladies and gentlemen. A little, uh, little, uh, little difficulties there, man. What's going on here? Thank you. 
opportunity Seize everything you ever wanted One moment Did you capture Yo, his palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy, there's vomit on his sweater already, mom's spaghetti, he's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop palms, but he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down, the whole crowd goes so loud, he opens his mouth, but the words won't come out, he's choking how. Welcome back, welcome back to Sports Talk with Kay Walk and E. Scott, right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to do uh, a little intro there for one ticket, man. You got one, you got one shot here, man, and you got one opportunity. Uh, you got to use that here. So well, with that being said, E, I'll, I'll start off with this one, E, and then I'll uh, – actually, no, I'll let you start off with this one, man. I'll let you okay. start off with this one because I'm, cause I wanna, I'm, I'm, I'm dying to hear your, yours. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't prepare for this, ladies and gentlemen. It's like E doesn't prepare for mine. I don't give him – the uh, the outcome, but I'm definitely um, looking to hear, uh, looking forward to hearing this. Go ahead, take it away, brother. <laughs> now I geared all these specifically to you, and so I right. tried to make it tough for you as I can. Keep in mind, ladies okay. and gentlemen, he has one ticket. He can only go to <laughs> one of these events and not go to the rest of them. First one, okay, well, you got Yankees Dodgers World Series Game Seven at Yankee Stadium. Option number two, you got Heat Lakers Finals, Game 7 in Miami. Option three, 49ers Patriots Super Bowl in New Orleans, in the Superdome. You heard me? And then number four, you got Serena Williams versus Maria Sharapova live in Wimbledon. You got one ticket. You can only go to one of these events. Where you going? You son of a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! You brought it. You brought it, brother. You brought it. You brought it. I'll reach okay. out. Yankees Dodgers Game Seven at Yankee <laughs> Stadium. Heat Lakers uh, Game Seven in Miami. Patriots Forty Nine ers Super Bowl in New Orleans. Uh, uh, Serena Williams versus Maria Sharapova in Wimbledon. Or we can just move it up to Queens at the U.S. Open since that's right around the corner. I was, was going to say, yeah, right yeah, you, yeah, that, that's 30 <laughs> minutes away from me. Yes, make it closer for yeah. you. So we go Serena yeah. and Sharapova at the U.S. Open. Yeah, I, I think didn't give you Serena Venus because I, I didn't want nah, you to have to pull nah, yeah, one from the other. I, I didn't want you. you to be torn. I got you. <laughs> Appreciate that. Appreciate that, brother. I think that was about. I think that was right near where you stayed when you came came up here. I think you right there. Yeah, Did you I'm stay near the airport. Yeah. 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 So JFK. right there. So yeah. So that's about the, that's about twenty five twenty minutes from me here. Um, ah, wow. E. All right, man. When people always ask me who's my favorite team out of my favorite teams, I always say before, yeah, the 49ers are my, 40, are my team, man. Those other ones, man, you presented to me are outstanding, very attractive, sexy, it's all outdoors, but I got to go with the 49ers versus the Patriots. You said Tom Brady was quarterback, and it doesn't matter, though. Yeah. But. Yeah. You just said, okay, you just said it. And New, and New, well, I, I didn't New Orleans, say it, but that's too. what I meant. Yeah, it's going to be in New oh, okay. Orleans. Okay. It's going to be the 49ers. It, it, um, um, it could be 
your favorite 49ers squad against the best oh, Patriots squad okay. where it is. They meet live Got in the waters from the dome. Got you. Say no more, brother. Say less. Oh, absolutely. I'm going with that one, bro. I'm going with <laughs> that one. I'm going down there, man. And I'm oh man, I'm getting gumbo. I'm oh good grace of good jambalaya. I'm getting all that, brother. And I'm watching. Hopefully, watch my 49ers beat those uh those those um beat those uh those Patriots and uh I'm called the Who That Nation, but uh, New Orleans, man. We're gonna be balling in New Orleans. Oh yeah, I'm taking that one, bro. <laughs> but that was a good one, though. I love that one. Yeah, I love that one. Oh, that was a tough yeah. one, man. That was a tough yeah, one. Yeah, I, I figured I picked your favorite teams, and I tried to pick good venues, like because like a yeah. game seven in the finals, Heat Lakers, that's gonna be high. Uh, game seven, um, Yankees uh-huh. Dodgers, that will be high. And then like you know, Serena, you didn't see her at Flushing Meadows, that would be hot. And then for the Super Bowl, I tried to pick a good neutral yeah. site. And you know, I'm part yeah. of the Superdome, so that's why I went that route. Yeah, I almost just just blanked out. I almost didn't even listen to you after you said Yankees Dodge in, in Yankee Stadium Game Seven. <laughs> I almost didn't even want to listen to the rest of them. I said, but I got to hear them out. Oh, that's a good one, man. Good. Oh, good stuff. Woof. Oh man, good stuff. All right, I got one for you, man. Listen, we got we got Mr. Jason Collins right here, man. He's calling in, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Jason Collins, thank you so much for uh, for joining us, brother. And ladies and gentlemen, let's let you know, Jason Collins is a co-host of mine on Tuesday nights on the Sideline Speaks. Uh, you catch us live on uh, YouTube. Uh, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Spotify, uh, Jay, if I miss him one, you know, all that good stuff, um, along with Brittany Jones. But thank you so much for joining us, brother. How are you doing this evening? What's going on, fellas? It's good to be back. I've been on a little winning streak, so I'm happy to come back and defend my title. What's going on, E? All right. Hey, what up, Jay? Hey, did you get a chance to hear the one ticket? No, nah, I got on late. I I, I, okay. caught, I only okay. caught the end of it when K Walk was saying how tough it was. I, I didn't hear the choices. Go ahead. Well, you they probably that. won't mean as much to you as they do K Walk because these were K Walk teams. But you got one ticket, Jay. You can go to just one of these events. You can go see the Series Game 7 at Yankee Stadium. You can see the Heat Lakers Game 7 in the finals down in Miami for the NBA title. You can see the Super Bowl, the 49ers versus the Patriots, live in New Orleans. Or you can see Serena versus Maria Sharapova, live at Flushing Meadows at the U.S. Open. One ticket, man. One ticket yeah, those, are, those are all good. I, I want to see Serena, but since she usually just mops the floor with Sharapova, <laughs> I, I'm going to that one. I think I got to go to the Super Bowl, man. I, I, I think you got to go to the Super Bowl. You got the opportunity, man. I, I heard K. Walk say he would be balling in New Orleans, so I'd be sitting yeah. right there next to him. <laughs> balling in New Orleans. <laughs> all right, good stuff, Jay. Uh, as always, man. All right, man. Listen, um, E, I, I, I posed this last night on, on the sideline speak with Jason Collins and Brittany Jones. So I, I had two here. So I'm going to go with you. I think you, you're, you're old enough to know what these events were. Um, Brittany Jones, she, you know how she's young. She, I'm not saying, you know, she doesn't know, but she just, too, she wasn't born around these times. So with that being said, E, I mean, this is one ticket. So we're going to go start off the number one is uh, the 1984 boston college versus miami hurricanes the doug flutie uh hail mary okay 
We got the 1995 Eastern Conference semifinals, um, the Knicks versus the Pacers, where Reggie Miller scored eight points in nine seconds. Okay. Then, speaking of the 49ers, we got the 1981 NFC Championship between the Cowboys and 49ers, the catch. Dwight Clark. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> and, and, and I hope you know this one, man. I really, because and, and Britt didn't know this one, but I'm hoping you know this. In 1993, Joe Carter, Game 7, World Series walk-off home run versus the Phillies. Toronto Blue Do you remember that? I yeah, re- thank you. Bro. I, I thank can you, actually bro. remember where I was. We had, thank we you. had. A, I don't remember where we were coming from exactly, but I heard it uh-huh. on the radio. We had okay. broadcasted the game at Grandma, and it was on the uh-huh. drive back. I forgot where, yeah. but we were all in a van, and that's what we used to do, just listen to sports radio. And I heard uh-huh. the Joe Carter <laughs> home run call on AM radio back in 1993. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, man, and 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 and, and like, like Jay and and Britt, like they were looking at me like Kevin, you're making this up, and I was like, <laughs> no, I, I I'm not making this up. I'm like, listen, this is really did really happen. And what was this saying? The guy said, touch them all, Joe. You'll never hit a bigger, uh, you know, never bigger a uh, bigger home run in your life. I'm mean, game seven walk off. There's nothing bigger yeah. than that. So with all that being said, e, um, if you need me to run them down for you again, you got one ticket. Which event are you using that ticket for? Give them to me one more time, real quick. 1984, I I Boston answer, College. I just want to be sure. Okay. Okay. All right, Boston College. Uh, well, the Doug Flutie. Uh, you got the Reggie Miller, uh, eight points in nine seconds. You got the catch. Well, I was with the 49ers and the uh, Cowboys, Dwight Clark, and then you got Joe Carter, the walk off, game seven. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go with the Reggie Miller one because I like okay. my only season on television when he looked over at Spike and did the choke thing. Yeah. I, yeah, choke. I, like, yeah, <laughs> I like that one because Reggie Miller, if Fuego, is it the shoes? He's on fire. Remember NBA Jam? He's on yes, fire. Yes, yes. So if I only got one ticket, I want to look to see the look on Spike's face when Reggie out there going ham. Yeah, so that would be my one ticket right. for that one. All right, good stuff. Jay, we I went a different way last last night with ours. So with that being said, with this one ticket, I gotta ask you, Jay, which one of those uh what's what's uh what under those vents would you use the one ticket for? Man, I kinda wanna do the Doug Flutie, Miami, because that was such a big okay. upset. You know, yeah. and the and the way that it yeah. ended with the with the crazy Hail Mary. Mm-hmm. But I think he is right on this one, man. I think you gotta go Reggie Miller because that was just mm-hmm. that was just unbelievable. And and like you said, the look on Spike's face, the way that mm-hmm. game turned on the dime. I think I gotta go Reggie Miller, man. All right, all right, good stuff. So you guys, I'm I'm going to give you next week, ladies and gentlemen, give, and and for for uh, uh, sideline speaks. Most disappointing Spike Lee um, uh, moments <laughs> and, and in basketball. So I got to stay tuned for that one. So I want to look those up for sure. All right, good stuff there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a new segment here, and we're going to bring it to you. Uh, Jay, stay tuned. Ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned. Uh, this is called, if you haven't, if you weren't um, tuned in last week or if you didn't catch our replay last week, uh, we introduced a new segment. It's called K-Walk. And E. Scott cares when no one else cares. So stay tuned. What we're going to do, what that means is we're going to, uh, we have a, so, someone who wrote in and uh, with a question. He's going to read the letter. 
And then uh, E from a single man's perspective is going to give his opinion. And me from a married man's perspective is going to give my opinion. So stay tuned for that, ladies and gentlemen. This is a great one. Uh, again, you're tuning in Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, so I'm about to read this letter to you, and I just want y'all to know, K-Walk and East Scott care, and don't nobody else care. Jay, I'd like to get your opinion, too, once K-Walk gives in, see what you think about it, because, you know, we're here for the people. We, we would help. So, let me read. Dear K-Walk and East Scott, I've been seeing my boyfriend for a year now. We met on Instagram. He slid in my DM, and the rest was history. I recently found out that he lied to me about his age. At the time we met, I was 42, and he told me he was 52. Last week, he dropped his license, and I picked it up, and that's when I discovered he's actually 54. I confronted him about it, and he said he was afraid that if I told him the truth, I would think he was a liability. Meanwhile, I was thinking to myself, it's only two, a two-year difference, so why lie about it? He assured me that that's all that he has been dishonest with me about. We dated for six months prior to getting into a committed relationship, and during that time he was dating other women, which he did not inform me of. I saw him out having dinner with another woman, which he was dating, which really hurt me. To be honest, I still harbor some resentment about it, but but we but with time we moved past it. His excuse was he had to find the right woman for him, and the only way to do that was by dating various women. I feel like he should have been honest with me, and I would have moved on then. He's been pretty honest with me outside of that. He's kind, attentive, respect a respectful man that really treats me like a queen. My biggest concern is that if he will lie about something so trivial, what else will he lie to me about? I'm torn because I really love him, but I don't want to be a fool as well. I don't want to spend the rest of my life waiting for the next lie to come out. Should I cut my losses sooner rather than later? I'm lost and in love. Can you please help me? Sincerely, lost in love. Whew. <laughs> So, yeah, right. <laughs> in my opinion, let me. I'm gonna start. In my opinion, this letter is packed with a whole bunch of stuff. Like one line in particular that stood out to me when she said, "He's been pretty much honest with me outside of this." 
How do you know? Thinking the same so, thing, bro. Right? Thinking the same thing, bro. How do you know? He, I mean, if you don't know, I mean, I, 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 there's a whole lot there. He's been honest with me after right. this. But then you said, well, he lied about something this long. What else he lied about? Again, how would you know? I mean, it, 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 might, it just seems like that there's a whole lot going on here. And, like, mm-hmm. my man said, he had to date various women to see which one was right for him. Well, mm-hmm. I see, I see where he's coming from. I mean, you don't go buy the first car you test drive. You drive, you, you go drive, you go drive a Toyota, a Honda, a Nissan, a Cadillac, I mean, whatever. But you drive them around, and then she also said, "Okay, we weren't in a committed relationship. What was she doing?" How we know she mm-hmm. wasn't out here dating. I mean, we right. know she ain't getting to that. And one of the biggest things I had a problem with, oh, he dropped his license, and I saw his real age. Well, they don't put your age on your license. They put your date of birth. So you out here doing math. I mean, because yep. at a glance, you just don't look at a license at a glance and automatically know how old they are. You got to do some math. Which leads me to the answer. I've been a man for 52 years. I don't drop my license. It's secure right. in my wallet. Oh, she happened to drop it. And I figured, no, no, no. You stupid. And you find it. Now, in her defense, I don't understand why he lying by two years old to my old. Yeah. If I told you my real age, I would have been a liability. Well, N-word, if you a liability at age 50, if so, you still right. 52. I mean, it's not like, oh, the two years made that big a difference. So right. he lied, she lied, she snooping. I, I, I don't know. And, and now she is all in love. She caught up. But according to her and her words, he hadn't lied about anything else, so we're going to roll with that. He hadn't lied about anything else. He told his little one white lie. He apologized for it. Y'all in a committed relationship now. He ain't dating other women. Hey, I, I think you should go for it because if you lost it in love, hey, dog, get found and, and stay with him. <laughs> yeah, you know, the first thing you said was, uh, the first thing that I, that jumped out to me as well, is like she she said that, um, that, uh, you know, this is the, the last thing that, or I believe, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, is that um, she, um, this is the last thing that he lied about, or he hasn't lied about anything else that she knows of, that she knows of. I mean, he didn't get caught, he didn't get caught in any other lies. That's just what that means to me, ladies and gentlemen, is that's all it means. So if he's going to lie about two years difference in his age, he could, if that something that small he's going to lie about, I can only imagine what he can lie, what bigger lie he's going to tell. And you and you mentioned that he's been dating other women. Why he just come out and say that? Just say, listen, man. I, I, listen, I'm sorry. You know, I'm I'm looking to you know to date. I'm looking for that right person. Like you mentioned, you 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 know you're trying to I'm test driving this car to see if it's the right fit for me. And at the same time, maybe, you know, maybe there's something that we're not looking at. Maybe he's doing all this because maybe, you know, she's not doing what she's supposed to do to keep his attention. You know what I mean? So, you know, she's got to step her game up, too, on this. You know what I mean? She's got to step her game up, too, to keep her, to keep him from lying about his two years, you know, going out on dates with this other person, you know, things of that nature. So, you know, she's got to step her game up, too. So with, with with all that being said, you know, there's two strikes there for sure. We know there's two strikes there for sure. So with that being said, um, uh, love and loss, 
you got to protect the plate. I'm, I'm speaking baseball terms. Anytime you got two strikes on you, which is two strikes, you got to protect the plate. So be Man. careful there so you don't get struck out. That's what I'm saying. So be careful there <laughs> <laughs> going forward. <laughs> Jay, you you got any advice for her? Cause she's awesome yeah, now, man. man I, maybe I got... you can help her out. I, I, I think I can, E, man. As a man in my younger days who told quite a few lies, I think I, think I can help oh, out, man. Stop. Hold on. Hold on, Jay. Let, let me, I'm going to go on mute and laugh because Jay and I went to high school together, and trust me, I know where Jay's going. I'm just going to go on mute. Go ahead, Jay. Look, E, my number one thing here, man, when somebody is lying for no reason, to me that's a big red flag. And lying about your age when there's only a two-year difference, that doesn't make any sense. So lying for no reason, lost in love, that's a huge red flag. And then lying about seeing other people, hey, he's fine to see other people, but if you're going to do that, be honest about it. Tell the truth. And he wasn't even trying to be that slick if she saw him out eating. Like, why wasn't he trying to be a little bit more discreet? So to me, this isn't just one or two lies. This man has a pattern of lying, but she yeah. just hasn't caught on to all the lies yet. Obviously, exactly. she doesn't trust him either. She wouldn't have been doing the math on the license. So there's some serious trust issues there. So <laughs> there since go, she's man. the one that wrote in, I feel like my advice to her would be, you got to get out of there. This guy, this guy's lying to you. He's cheating on you. I, at what? Once you get 50, they say you're sucking your ways and you're not going to change. Yep. I don't know if this man's yep. going to change at 54 <laughs> years old. Lost in love. Thanks you need plate. to run for cover. Run for cover. One of my things is, I don't buy the excuse the reason he lied. He lying there. He told me, oh, yeah. I only lied because I felt you think I was a liability. That ain't the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Two know years. why you lied. But if it's only a two now, if he was fifty four and said he was forty eight, okay, that's a six year difference. Maybe that was his right. mentality. But if right. he's fifty four but he told he was fifty two, that's not the reason you lied because you thought you were a liability. I mean, because again, if you a liability at fifty four, you you were one at fifty two already. I mean, does he not work? Does he live with his mama? I mean, does he live with his boys? He sleep on somebody's sofa. I mean, that ain't an age thing. That's just you being trifling. Because I refuse to believe you lied just because about a two year difference. But again, she lied talking about he oh he accidentally dropped his license and I saw it. No, no, that ain't what happened either. Because again, when you reach out and pick up somebody's license, you pick it up and hand it to them. So it, by the in through that brief time she had time to do math. Oh, wait a minute. He said he was dead. Yeah. He was born here. No, no, that ain't what happened. He left his wallet out because he old and he was sleeping and you went through it. Yeah. And this is what you found. <laughs> you couldn't go through his phone because he probably got a lock on it. So you figured, let me look through the wallet. So he ain't honest. You ain't honest. And what what were you doing at this restaurant that when he was with another right. woman? Who knew you, you with? Who knew you with? Were they at Burger King? Were they at Friday? Were chili? Say what I'm saying. Same reason why she she did the math on his license uh, on his on his uh, driver's license. But hey, yeah. I, I gotta say this. Yeah. Hey, I, yeah, I, I gotta say this though. E liability to me, I'm hearing what uh, the ability to lie. That's what I'm hearing a lot. <laughs> the ability to lie. 
I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I got there for you because yeah. again, when y'all write these letters, you you, you got to be more forthcoming with with your situation. Your side I know too. Leaves, yes. I know she leaves yeah. some stuff out because yeah, why were you at this restaurant? Did you follow yeah. him there? Were you on a date too? And again, mm-hmm. if y'all wasn't in a committed relationship, now granted, right. now granted. Yeah, he probably should have told you this. But, again, at what point in the relationship was this? Did y'all meet last week and then you saw him out with somebody else? How close to this six-month mark was there? Has there been a conversation? Because through your own admission, y'all are not exclusive. So, I mean, what do you think they'll be sitting home waiting for you to call? Because, obviously, you weren't going to call that night because you were out at a restaurant. He just so happened (laughs) to be there, too. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a whole lot going on there. But yeah, uh, yeah. guys, ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all for writing in. Um, hopefully, y'all yeah, will keep the sure. letters coming, and hey, we'll yeah. be here for some more advice for you next week. Because, ladies and gentlemen, K Walk and East Scott care if don't nobody else care. <laughs> when nobody else cares. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, James in it too. Appreciate you, brother, for joining in on that. No one. man, that's, that is that's awesome a great stuff. segment right there. That's a great yeah, segment. Yeah. I, I I gotta get all credit to E Scott on that one, man. It's all E Scott, all E Scott. So good stuff there, man. Um, I have no problem following that brother's lead. All right, man. Good stuff there. We had. Oh, you know what? We got some good timing here. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we are um right, um, right there for E Scott. Scott's entertainment segment, man. I got to set my game up because these guys taking over this thing, man. He, you know, he run me out of business, man. But uh, <laughs> nonetheless, man, <laughs> nah, good stuff there, brother. I know we're a team. So with that being said, um, if, ladies and gentlemen, it's the first time listening, stay on your toes. And if you're a long-time listener, you already know. So with that being said, uh, prepare yourself for East Scott's entertainment segment. We'll be right back. Uh, <laughs> how you do that, dip? How you do that death? New Orleans, Baton Rouge. How you do that death? Let me get a big Charles. How you do that death? Shreveport, Mississippi. How you do that death? Alabama, Atlanta. How you do that death? Florida, Arkansas. How you do that death? Who that? They want to do that. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, what I got for you tonight? Um, we got name the artist now. We've done name yours before, and each time there's always some controversy because more than one person will sing a particular song. So I made it easy right. for y'all tonight. I'm going to give okay. you two songs, and of those two Ooh. songs, only one artist sings both of those songs. So I'll give you the two songs, and then you give me the artist that we're looking for that sings both of these songs. Now, granted, some okay. of the songs, you'll be like, well, so-and-so sing that. But, yeah, only one person will sing both of the songs that I give you. And uh, I think, I know for sure it's two weeks running, but I think we gave Jay credit for another third one. So we got our three-time champ, Jay, on the line. Yeah, Jay, yes, sir. Yeah, first. Jay's on the roll. We got, Jay's on the roll. We got, we got one through 18, Jay. You give me a number, I'm going to give you uh, two songs. You tell me which artist sings both of these songs. All right, I'm going to go with my lucky number eight. Number eight. Oh, there's also three daily doubles. Number eight. After the love has gone and reasons. Who sings uh, both of those songs? Reasons. After the love reasons. The reasons. I'm not going to take up. I'm not going to take up a lot of time. I I don't know. Final answer. 
Darn it. Okay. K-Walk, oh. Reason and After the yeah. Love is Gone. That's, that's one of the greatest bands of all time. That's our Earth, Wind, and Fire final answer. That is correct. Earth, Wind, and Fire, Elements of the Universe. They sing both yeah. After the Love is Gone and Reason. K-Walk, we on you. All right, give me number. I'm going to go with eight. I'm going to go with number one. <laughs> number one, Crossroads and First of the Month. Uh, that's, uh, what is the name of that group? Um, I just talked about them last week with Biggie. Um, Bone Thugs and Harmony, final answer. That is correct. Bone Thugs and Harmony. Jay, we're on you. Again, we do have three daily doubles out here. All right, give me number two. Number two, number two. It's like that, and you be illing. Oh, he always get this. That's his favorite group, yo. You be illing. I wasn't sure, but when K Walk said that, I, I it's yeah. got to be Run DMC. So that's my final <laughs> answer. Run DMC. That is correct. Yeah. Run DMC is the correct. That's answer. one of the Jay's favorite artists, but I know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. K Walk, where are you? All right, give me. Let me see here. Let me feel my channel, my inner E here. Give it the daily double seventeen one seven. <clears throat> Number seventeen. We are the champions, and another one bites the dust. We Queen, are the champions, my <laughs> friend. That is correct. Yeah. Queen is the correct mm-hmm. answer. Jay, we owe you. All right, give me number three. Number three. Number three. One love and five minutes of funk. All right, that is. Is one love Houdini? I think it's Houdini. I'm gonna say Houdini. Final answer. That is correct. Houdini is the correct answer. K-Walk, you got 15. <laughs> Jay got 10. All right. Speaking of 15, give me one five. Number 15, Daily Double. <laughs> you got 15. All right. Out of 10. How many you want to risk? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do uh, I'm gonna do five. I'll be a punk man. Actually, no, I'm gonna do ten. I'll do ten. I'll do ten. Let me give you ten. Oh. Okay, see the clue, cream and protect protect your neck. Oh, that's easy. That's Wu Tang Clan. Final answer. <laughs> Would have also accepted that ODB Nim. But yes, Wu Tang oh, okay. is the correct. Is the correct yeah, my, my, my cousin would have whipped my tail if I got that one wrong. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Uh, Jay, we owe you. We still got All right, give me number four. Give me number four. Number four. Number four. The sweetest taboo and smooth. Uh, oh, operator. that's my girl, Sade. She's yeah. That is correct. A Sadie. Sadie. A Sadie. Side a. Yes, it's correct. K-Walk, <laughs> where are you? All right, give me number. What we got out of here? All right, give me my quarterback here. Give me number seven. <clears throat> number seven, Little Red Corvette and Kiss. Oh, that's my that's Jay's least favorite artist. <laughs> I think <laughs> Prince. Final answer. <laughs> that, that is correct. <laughs> Jay, you don't like Prince? You don't like the purple one? I, I don't not like him. He's just not that yeah, high yeah, in my yeah, list. He's not that high. Yeah, in my I'm, list. I'm, let me rephrase that. Yeah, he's not a big Prince fan. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Give me number five. Give me number five. Number five. Number five. Daily Devil. Right. Ooh, my bad. Right now, K Walk has 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. You have 15. 
If you go all in, you can tie it up, or you can lose your shirt. I'm nervous, but I got to go big. I'm going 15. We're going all in. Okay, a true lady double. Your clue, Uh Uptown Girl and Piano Man. Oh, that's uh, Piano Man. That's, isn't that Elton John final answer? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Unfortunately, it's Billy no. Joe. The other oh, Billy Joe. Yeah, Billy Joe. <laughs> now, now, in your defense, Elton John does have a version of Piano Man with Billy Joe. But again, oh. we're looking for artists who sing both songs. So Uptown Girl and Piano Man, that's Billy Joel. But the, oh, the, the version of of um, Piano Man with Elton John and Billy Joel is very good. So, yeah, Jay, you, yeah. you were on the right track, but unfortunately, you, you, you had zero. Jay Wop, where are you? All right. Give me number 13. That's your line number. Give me number 13. <laughs> number 13. Single ladies and Halo. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> Beyonce follow answer. <laughs> that 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 is correct. That's Queen Bay. Right. Uh, Jay, you need this daily double, dog. All right, give me number ten. Number ten. Lose yourself and without me. Oh, oh, that's Eminem. Final answer. That is correct. I played him earlier. Back, <laughs> back, back on the plus side. All right. All right. Give me number 11. Uh, oh, here we go. Today was a good day and no Vaseline. Man. Ice Cube, final answer. That is correct. Jay, we're on you. Let me see. You uh, they were easy. I know they're going to be this easy. <laughs> I'll take number six. I'll take number six. Number six. six. Backstabbers and forever mine. Forever mine. Backstabbers? Yeah, man. How? how they smile in your face. Uh, I don't want to take your place. So backstabbers. I don't know that one. I don't know that one. I got to say I don't know. Final answer. Okay, well, you know that one? Uh, yeah, that's the uh, the OJ song answer. That is correct. Also would have accepted Eddie Levert and them. But yeah, the OJ <laughs> yeah, is in there. My, father, my <laughs> father would be rolling over his grave if I got that one wrong. <laughs> that is the correct answer. K-Walk, we owe you. All right. Uh, let me see. Let me just mark this down here real quick. All right. Give me a number. All right. Still a deli double out there. Give me 18. One eight. <clears throat> number 18. I want to dance with somebody and oh, shoot. Oh, Lord. Oh, wow. And who? And what was the second one? Shoot. S-H-O-O-P. Shoot. Shoot. Don't think too much of it for me. Yeah. But I don't remember the last one. I know my father was a big The only one I could think of is Whitney Houston, following answer. That is correct. When you use the correct man. What was the second one? I didn't shoot. S H O O P. YouTube will get out. You, you, okay. Once you hear it, yeah, you'll yeah. know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Okay. Jay, All right. I'll take number nine. I'll take number nine. Number nine. Daily Double. <laughs> Let's see. Jay, you got five. You can risk up to ten. I'll risk ten. Number 10, the clue, 
before I let go, and we are one. All right, I I think I know this. That before is that Black Street? Before I let go, I think it is. I'll I'll go Black Street. Final answer. Unfortunately, incorrect. Before I let go, I think Black Street does have yeah, a version that's... of that song. But the group we're looking for is Maze. Frankie the songs Beverly. are Before I Let Go and We Are One. Yes, also would have accepted Frankie Beverly now. But yes, Maze is there. So unfortunately, Jane, that puts you at negative five. Um, it, it ain't looking good for you. No. <laughs> <laughs> I came in too confident tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see, K-Walk, what do we got? We got, what, 12, 14, uh, and 16? Is that what you show? Uh, just, yeah, that's what exactly what I show. 12, 14, and 16, exactly. So I'll okay. take 12. Number 12, New Jack Hustler and Colors. Oh, uh, that's uh, Ice-T, final answer. <laughs> Correct. Also, what have we said that Ed Odefintukiola from SVU? Hey, I don't know his real name. Oh, 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 is that my man too short? I'm going to say too short, final answer. That is the correct answer. There, oh, there you go. Good. Good. I'm on the board, brought, at least. Well, no, that actually brought you to you at negative five. Yeah, that's oh. that's zero. <laughs> <laughs> the very last one, uh, K-Walk, um, ah. number 14, Rude Boy and Trick Better Have My Money. <laughs> 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 um, who sang that? I don't even know. Um, ah, I know that's a down south song. You know, only, only one I can. Uh, yeah, the only one. Oh, that song. Oh, yeah. Is that Rihanna? Finally, ever? <laughs> yeah. That is correct. Rihanna is. She, oh, she I, performed, I, I didn't she know the other one. She did, but, well, oh, I don't remember Trick, Trick Better Have My Money. Trick is the radio version. It's actually oh, Be Better Have My Money. But, okay. you know, we are, we somewhat of a family show, and they do have a radio version of what she said, <laughs> Trick. But B is what she actually says. So, final oh, okay. you finished at an even zero. K-Walk, you had 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. Good Lord. Ooh, this is a royal <laughs> butt whooping. Um, do we do we have any music out clearance you can play? Because you know I we already can see this. No, I do have this right here, brother. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Medals round my neck because I won, I won Now my mama check because I won, I won I am making bad through what I want Get you with the phone, I get what I want <laughs> now, Jay, I mean, I, I, I hate you came back to such a royal boat whooping, but um, we, 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 we gonna get you in there. You, you, you did well, but you know, K-Walk had to reclaim his song, uh, to um, reclaim his throne. 
Um, like we got some extra time here, Kay Walker, so we can yeah, we do. get back into some more sports stuff. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we want to yeah. remind you to ride in, go to our social media, right. our Facebook page, tweet at me, tweet at Kay Walker, DM us with your letters. We want to bring you a letter every week. Hey, Kay Walker and D. Scott care. It don't nobody else care. Nobody else care. <laughs> That's for sure, man. Good stuff there, E. Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, just to let you know that you can always um, listen to our replays. If you don't get to listen to us live on Spotify, um, you get to listen to iHeartRadio, wherever you find your podcast. Just listen to, uh, just go to um, Never Had It So Good Sports uh, Media and look up Sports Talk with K Walk and E Scott, and it's there. Uh, we we see you there. We, we see you there. And ladies and gentlemen, you know what? I want to sh- get get a shout out to, I mean, or just uh, a, a little something to E because I, I see that we have a lot of listeners. A lot of lessons, whether it be live or whether it be a replay. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, don't be scared to to to, to call in and, and and you know and, and talk, you know, and uh, you know join the talk, and we could talk about anything, you know, you want to. If you want to join E Scott's entertainment segment as well, you know, certain nights or certain certain weeks, I'll, I'll put up you know twenty five dollars. Um, you know, it's random. I'm not going to tell you when it's going to be, but you know, join, come in, join the talk, and then uh, and uh, for sure. Uh, so with that being said, um. Listen, I, I, you know what? I want to switch uh, gears here. I want to talk about the NFL. And, uh, Jay, I'm glad you were on uh, for sure. And, again, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> catch us on uh, the Sideline Speaks with Jason Collins, uh, Brittany Jones, and myself, live on YouTube, um, uh, live on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, um, everywhere. Uh, Twitter, um, for sure, man. I mean, it's a great show. We're live. It's a great show. This is a great show. Check it out um, uh, for sure. Um, but let me ask you this. I'm going to start with you on this one, E. And that's um, the NFL has come out, and, and I'm tight about this new rule right now, and uh, you guys don't know why in a minute, or, um, is that the, the league has come out and said they're going to put a third uh, quarterback um, on the roster now going forward, and it doesn't cost them a roster. So, E, what say you about that? How do you feel about this change? And also, I'm going to turn it to a two-part question. If this rule was in effect last season, would that have changed or made the game more competitive um, with the 49ers and the uh, the Eagles? The reason why I say that because Jimmy Garoppolo was available to play in that game. But what say you? <clears throat> well, this is the first I'm hearing of that rule. And and oh, okay. I, I I can see why you know you would take issue with it, given you know what your team went through. But mm-hmm. normally teams don't get down to the third quarterback. That's far and few in <laughs> right. between. And if it's not going to mm-hmm. cost the team a roster spot, yeah, why not carry an extra dude? Because mm-hmm. I do remember during the COVID year, the Saints played Denver in Denver. Denver, because of COVID, had to use a, a wide receiver off the practice squad who I think he had played mm-hmm. quarterback in Pop Warner, and they had to put him out there. <laughs> and then we, we, we put Jason Real out there who wasn't much better than this dude. So if it's not going to cost you a roster spot, I think it'll it'll help with competition. But, again, if you are non-roster, third-string quarterback, you probably ain't much better than this wide receiver that Denver had to put out there who, like I said, had played quarterback since Pop Warner. So I, I don't really have that much of an issue with it, K-Walk. But, again, given last season, I, I, I can see where, where, you know, where your apprehension comes in. 
Yeah, and let me ask you this. I just want to follow up on you on this for the E. Let's just say that Jimmy Garoppolo was available. He was that third-string quarterback. I mean, because there was Brock Purdy, obviously got hurt. There was Jimmy Johnson, who looked like he was just a deer in, in headlights or a, a pig just about to get slaughtered, and they knew. I mean, it just he just had no – he was just running around scared. But if Jimmy Garoppolo was available, do you – I'm not saying the outcome would have been different. I'm not asking you that. And you can throw that in if you think it would have been. But um, do you think that um, it would have been, you know, a lot closer game or competitive game had Jimmy Garoppolo been available for that game? I don't think they would have played Garoppolo because they plan to move Garoppolo in the off season. And, you know, okay. with the rules and the labor agreement, you can't trade a player while he's hurt. And either Shanahan or um, um, your GM. No, no, he was a, no, no. no. Let me let me let me let me rephrase that because Jimmy Garoppolo was available health wise. That's what I'm maybe, saying. Maybe but, uh, uh, yeah, he was. I'm he saying was available I'm saying they made the decision not to play him because even though he was available, he a sheet of paper, and if he done went out there and got hurt, now we on the hook. We got to keep this dude another year. So I think the decision was not we're not gonna play him because we can't risk him getting hurt. But now, if if you throw all that out the window, yeah, the game may have been a little different. I mean, he's different mm-hmm. than Brock Purdy, but he's also different than the Johnson boy y'all put out there. And so, yeah, I <laughs> think that would have at least gave you a better chance and would have made the game yeah. more competitive. Yeah, uh, for sure. And and I don't want to throw this out there too, ladies and gentlemen. I, maybe I didn't. I should have made you aware of this as well. Is that? You know, Jimmy Garoppolo was actually he was available. He decided not to play, but if he would, but they could have. This rule was in effect. He would have been he would have been suited up. But last year he said yeah, he wasn't going to play for whatever reason. But um, but and go back to your point as far as him being hurt and you can't trade him or whatever. He was a free agent no matter what. If he would have played or if he didn't play, obviously, you know. But um, yeah, I, I just wanted to know if that would have changed things in my opinion as far as the Forty ers goes and your opinion on that but jay what say you about this rule and you know and what if um i'm not again i'm not i'm gonna pose the same question to you i'm not saying it would have been a different outcome of that game but i w- would have been a little at least at least a little bit more competitive what say you yeah man as far as the rule i, I like the spirit of the rule right because if you can yeah. add an extra guy it's not going to cost you a roster spot I mean, but the thing about football is it's so quarterback dependent that if you lose, Mm -hmm. if you don't have someone that's competent to play the position, you pretty much, you can't win a football game, right? And we saw that with the 49ers. So I like the spirit of the rule. But to E's point, it's hard to find 32 guys that are really good. (laughs) And then you go Mm -hmm. to 64 with the backup. I mean, how many teams are really going to have a third guy that can actually get out there and do something. Maybe, maybe not, so we'll see. But, K. Walk, to your point, see, I absolutely think the game would have been different had the 49ers had a competent quarterback, and whether it was Garoppolo or whoever. I do think the game would have been different because, I mean, you can say what you want about Garoppolo, but he does win. Like, when he plays, he yeah. wins. Uh, and I, I do – I mean, I was really disappointed that we didn't get to see the football game that we had all hoped for in that NFC championship. Right. I'm not going to say they would have won, but it definitely would have been a different football game for sure. So, yeah, man, I, I definitely think it would have been a, a much more competitive football game. 
Yes, and, and let's put this into perspective, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just, let's just go with this, the new rule now, and you got these same three quarterbacks in, 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 in the fold as last year. You got, because right now um, you got the Brock Purdy, you got Trey Lance, and you got Sam Darnold, you know, um, on the, on, that's, the, that's the three quarterbacks. And they got Brandon Allen as well who backed up uh, Joe Burrow um, in, in Cincinnati. But, he's, you know, he's not going to be in the mix. He'll you know, be so much more of a practice quarterback, you know, that type quarterback. He'll be a practice squad guy, and he'll probably be in the ear of all of these other guys because he's, he's really good at that from what I'm hearing. But let's just say you got Brock Purdy, Trey Lance, and and Sam Darnold, and and going into that that Eagles game, okay, you got Sam Darnold. I mean, you got Brock Purdy who's going and playing as well. He was playing going into that game. He gets hurt as he did in that game, you know, with uh, Hassan uh, Reddick, and then Trey Lance comes in there. You know, do you do you think that Trey Lance can, can lead that team? Let's say Trey Lance gets hurt because Josh Josh Johnson got hurt. Now you're going out to your third quarterback, and you got a Sam Darnold. Now, and I think as, as much as people want to discredit Sam Darnold for his name and, you know, his resume, but I think that, you know, him in that situation, I, I think it very well could have been a different outcome. I don't mind saying for sure, but it at least have been more competitive if, you, if, that, if that rule was in effect with those particular three quarterbacks. And, again, that's 49er talking. In a perfect world, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm just, but um, with all that being said, I like the new rule, um, especially um, with uh, these three quarterbacks that the 49ers are bringing in. I think the 49ers situation um, ultimately um, brought this rule into effect. Uh, to be honest with you, because um, you know, three quarter. I always thought they had three quarterbacks, not the 49ers, but just every team. You know, you, you had a chance, you had an opportunity to, to bring in a third quarterback if you wanted to. But I didn't realize that it cost you, um, you know, you couldn't put put three quarterbacks on your roster at the same time. I didn't realize that until this year. So, um, with that being said, it, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't um, heal that wound anymore, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, from us losing last year. Uh, but uh, good stuff nonetheless. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a couple of minutes uh, here, and. Um, Hey, I want to stay on the NFL talk, and um, we're talking about Lamar Jackson, and we, we all know about Lamar Jackson and, you know, his contract, his whole offseason situation. I know, E, but, <laughs> but uh, Lamar Jackson did not show up to, uh, to OTAs. How, you know, how much do you take out of a guy either showing up to uh, OTAs or not showing up to OTAs. But nonetheless, Lamar Jackson didn't uh, show up to OTAs. Um, do you think that's a good thing, especially with all of these new guys coming in? You got OBJ. I know he's a vet. You got Zay Flowers coming in there. Um, you got all these new guys. How much do you take away from that? And do you think it's a big deal or no big deal if uh, Lamar, since Lamar Jackson didn't attend OTAs? I'm going to say it's situational. And in this particular situation, it's a huge deal. You got pretty much you're installing a new offense, pretty much. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you did all this holding out because I know you, I think you could have played last December, but you chose not to because of your money, whatever, whatever. But you got your money. So now that you've gotten your money, the least you can do is show up to organize team activities. Now, I, I know it's voluntarily, but you got OBJ coming in. 
And I mean, you now, because we're not talking about you being this third guy that came walk just pulled out of nowhere, saying we could add you to the roster, not because of the roster spot. <laughs> You're not that dude. You are the starting quarterback <laughs> for, the, for, for the Baltimore Ravens. Nah, dog, we didn't gave you your money. We didn't we got you OBJ. I mean, the, the least you could do is come down here. Even if you're not going to do all the drills or whatnot, whatnot, I mean, you, you're a veteran guy, you're a team leader. I, I need your face because the rookie guys, I mean, they're be like, why am I here? He ain't here. I mean, this is voluntary, whatever, whatever. You're setting a bad precedent. Now, again, yeah. I don't say that in every situation because, again, some situations right. are different. Like you said, like your boy Brent Favre didn't even go to training camp his last three, four years in the league. But mm-hmm. that's different than OPAs because, you know, it's just <laughs> when you're at this point of your career where Lamar is, you're the starting quarterback. I don't think it's unless you had a conflict of interest, like, you know, your, 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 your daughter getting married or graduating from college or something, which he doesn't have. But unless there's a conflict of interest, hey, man, you can come down here and provide some veteran leadership. Show the guys how to do this the right, right. way. Show a commitment to winning. Get some timing down with OBJ. See what OBJ got left. Is he still vertical? Are you going to have to Seriously. turn him into a slant boy? Can he go out wide? Is he going to be inside right. in the slot? Now, I know you're saying, people are saying, oh, there's plenty of time for that. You're absolutely right. But there's no such thing as too much practice. Yeah, for, for sure, man. I mean, I mean, you, you hit every nail on the head, Egan. That's exactly where I was going to, you want to build some type of camaraderie with these guys, some type of cohesiveness with this, with these guys, especially, you know, you, uh, you know, even though they're veterans, meaning, um, you know, you got OBJ, but you want to build that cohesiveness, man, because we all know, I mean, as, as a former wide receiver, I know that there was a lot of quarterback or certain quarterbacks that, um, that it took me, it, it took a while for us to, to connect. And then there were some quarterbacks that you just connect immediately. It's just the chemistry that's just there. It's, it's, it's a football thing. So you want to go in there, Lamar, um, and, I, and, and I'm in the Lamar advocacy. We all know that. And, Lamar, you got to go in there and see what type of um, chemistry you have or cohesiveness you have with, uh, with OBJ. Maybe they, 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 you know, maybe they, you know, they, uh, they, they practice on the side. They worked out together on the side in an undisclosed area, whatever the case may be. That, that can very but well But you happen. want your rookie guys to see that. You that want day I was rushed for going in there. Yeah, I was going you in there. You want next. to show mm-hmm. a commitment to winning. Yes. Yes, and that's exactly where I was going to next. You got to go in there with Zay Flowers and all those older guys, and you got and like you said, e, uh, like you mentioned earlier, you just signed that big contract. So now you want to go out there and say, "Listen, I sat out for this contract because I want to be here. So if I want to be here, that means I want to win. So that and you know you got to go out there and you got to show that whether it be on the side, like you said, whether it be just a voice." Or whether it be your arm thrown to guys on the side, whatever the case may be, you got you have to be there nonetheless. But uh, Jay, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to keep you idle like that, brother. But what say you about this? No, man, I, I agree with you guys. Like in the big scheme of things, is it is it gonna make a huge deal? Probably not. But I mean, right. he's just coming off of a very public contract situation, right? Like he said, he got his mm-hmm. money. It's just it's an incredibly bad look not to show up. Like mm-hmm. even if you're not gonna participate, even if you're just gonna kind of go through some of the motions, it, when you're the leader of the football team. In this situation, 
I think you absolutely have to be there. So it to me, it comes off a little bit tone deaf. You just got yeah. your money. I just felt like the least he could do is show up, show face, throw the ball around a little bit, connect with some of these young guys, connect with some of the, the veterans that he hasn't played with before. Like he said, set an example for the rookies. All those things matter in football, and I just think he dropped the ball, man. He had an opportunity to show some leadership, and, and he dropped the ball. Yeah, and speaking of that, Jay and E, I mean, um, we we have another guy who actually is doing the opposite, which a guy who's been in the big in the news as well, and that's Aaron Rodgers. He's been at OTAs, so you know he's with a new team as well. So pretty much, he's. I mean, no, Lamar is not with a new team, but he's still in the same situation where he's got to be. He's got to get himself familiar with uh, with new receivers. Uh, nonetheless, I know he has. You know, uh, um, uh, uh, what's his name uh, that was at uh, at Green Bay. Um, Lavarius, Lavarius. I can't pronounce his name if I'm, if I'm messing his name up. Um, his name escapes me right now. But he's there now, and he has other receivers as well that he has to get involved with. You know, right now, right now, Aaron Rodgers is, is doing the right thing, and Lamar is not doing the right thing by not showing up. And a lot of people are going to just use that term. We talking about practice. <laughs> you know, we talk about practice. I can hear people saying that right now, but <laughs> it, it, it means something. It, it means something at the end of the game. At the end of the day, it means something, man. Because a lot of people say, well, you know, it's, it's practice, it's practice, and then you have people saying, well, you know, practice makes perfect, and then you have those other guys who preach perfect practice makes perfect. So with all that being said, you know, I think Lamar got Lamar Demetrius. Brother, you know that I'm you, I'm one of your biggest fans. That's not the biggest fan. You got to go out there, brother, and you got to show these guys whether whatever it is, man. Whether you meeting up with these guys at an IHOP for breakfast in the morning, whatever the case may be, man. You got to be there for these guys, man. You got to let them know, like, listen, we gave you all this money. We we didn't give you. You earned this money. You come out here and you know you show that you know you're worth this. But show your worth. So and it's more just on the field. This is more than on the field stuff. Uh, with 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 that being said, all right, all right, good stuff there, guys. Um, all right, we got a couple of minutes here, Jay. I, you know, I I got to get um, kind of uh, kind of touched on it, but I, I'll give you. Uh, let me ask this again because I, I think you kind of touched on. I don't think you gave me. You, did you give me a prediction e on tomorrow night's game between the Heat and Celtics? No, no, I no. I think no. you kind of did. I alluded to it. I think I think definitely um, yeah. the Heat win tomorrow night. And if not, okay. it's only because they want to stretch it out a little more to make this money. Yeah, that's what we but, Okay, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I do think the Heat close it out tomorrow night, and we get to the finals, the Joker versus the Butler. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's good right there. There you go. So <laughs> Joker versus Alfred. Okay, I like that one, man. That's a good thing. E, set that up, man. Set that up. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, we 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 kind of um, we kind of yeah we did t- we didn't really get our give our predictions for tomorrow night's game. We just gave our our um, our uh, conspiracy theorists uh, theorists. Uh, you know, uh, thoughts and opinions on that. That's what we did. So you're going with the Heat tomorrow. Heat closed it out tomorrow, E? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. That's what you're I think the Heat closed okay. it out tomorrow, yes. All right, cool. Um, I agree with you, brother. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that the Heat has to close it out, man. Uh, it's going to be a tough one. Um, you know, I just think that uh, – 
he'd have to close it out. And if they don't, and it's just going to be – and I don't know if they're putting the pressure on themselves, Jay, um, you know, by doing this. Because, again, I, this is the conspiracy theorist in me saying that I think that they should have won that game last night because they were up by a significant amount. And all of a sudden they decide to say, listen, you know, I'll be right back. I'm going to get some popcorn. I'll be right back. I'm going to get a beer. I'm going to be right back. I'm going to get some cotton whatever the case may be. And they forgot a game was being played. I, but that's just, again, this conspiracy theorist. Serious to me, but Jay, all seriousness, um, how do you see tomorrow night's game being played out? Man, I actually have the Celtics winning tomorrow night. I, I okay. thought they were going right. to win last night as well, and I, I, okay. I think they're going to win. I, I think they're going to win Game uh, Five, and I, I think Miami's going to have to close them out in Game Six, or this thing's going to get real interesting. So I got yeah. Boston winning tomorrow night at home. A little bit of momentum coming off a big win. I think they're going to steal one more here. All right, so with that being said, Jay, so they still one more tomorrow night, which is Thursday. They play against Saturday. So they don't play again. I don't think – I think we see this NBA Finals this time next week on our show. So with that being said, Jay, who wins this series? I, I don't see Miami collapsing. Like I, I don't think okay. there's any way Boston's going to beat them four games in a row, but I do think they're going to make it interesting. But I think when it's all said and done, Miami's going to win. All right, you going six or you going seven? I'm going to go six, K-Walk, because if it goes seven, <laughs> all bets are off. So I think Miami <laughs> closes, it, closes it out in six. Hey, hey Scott, what say you, brother? I save, save you for last. They say the best for last, baby. What, what say you? Do, do, do the Heat close it out in six? Do they, I, mean, I know you said they're going to win. No, you said they're going to win, so, you know, I guess that's what, you know, that's enough said. I just realized yeah, this is I, I, I don't I, see it going seven, and if it doesn't okay. go seven, I still think that he's going to win because I just the, – the, I tell you, one of the Celtics' biggest problems is their head coach. Now, granted, he doesn't yeah. shoot any shots, play, make any passes, get any rebounds, but what he does do when they say the intangible – he don't have them. I mean, he just they, <laughs> they 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 out there by themselves. I mean, that's yeah. I I would give more coaching prowess to UD for the Heat. I do for this dude from the Celtics because wow. And then and then he don't do himself any favors in the post game. Like, hey, what happened my other night, coach? Well, we won three out of the four quarters. But but you didn't win yeah. the game. So how is that <laughs> yeah. relevant to anything that went on tonight? Hey, Coach, you didn't look like you were prepared. I said we were prepared. We won three out of the four quarters. They just won the fourth one. Hey, man, dog. Like I said, he should have stepped down before game four. He, cause yeah. he made no difference in last night's game. Last night would have happened right. with or without yeah. him. And the rest of this series, however it pans out, is going to happen with or without him. All right, Jay. We got two minutes here, Jay. I want to ask you about Mazzullo, man. Um, if, based off of your prediction, Jay, um, the Heat move on to the NBA Finals, Mazzullo's job is it safe, or is he uh, on the on the appointment line behind behind Monty Williams, behind uh, uh, you know, Budenhauser, and behind um, and uh, and Doc Rivers? So say you. Man, the NBA dudes, is... Real quick, Jay, before you said, one of the dudes you just mentioned, K-Walk, have already interviewed for Missoula's job. That's <laughs> the dudes you just mentioned. <laughs> Go ahead, Jay. <laughs> 
Man, the M- the NBA is cold, K Walk. So I, I yeah, actually I don't and even so know that the outcome matters. Like if he wins another one or if they lose on tomorrow, like I think he's in trouble because he looks like he's in over his head. And I think yeah. once you kinda get stamped with that branding, it's hard yeah. to overcome it. So I think people are looking at him like this guy doesn't know what he's doing and I just think that's a hard thing to overcome. So I think he's out of there. And let's say find a way to get in the finals and win it. Other right. than that, man, I think he's out of there. Okay, yeah. well, Missoula's gonna Go walk out his walk, gonna walk out of his <laughs> office tomorrow. And he's gonna bump into Monty Williams. And he's gonna be like, Coach, what are you doing here? You you came to give us some pointers? And it's gonna be very awkward. Because Monty Williams know he had an interview for Missoula's job. You're like, nah, you know. <laughs> They call me. I just stop by. And then it's going to click to Mazzullo. And we're here to get a view for my job. <laughs> and, yeah, and now they hostile toward each other. Hey, man, don't blame money. He's just next man up because you are going right. to win the finals and he get fired. Yeah, he he, he done. Yeah, it's over yeah, here. All right. <laughs> Good stuff there. Great stuff there, E.R. What a great show, LJ. Thank you so much. Jason Collins, thank you so much for joining us, brother, for making the show I'm better than it, uh, than it was, than it could have been. E. Scott, keep it coming, man, um, as always. And ladies and gentlemen, for you listeners, we see the numbers. They are skyrocketing, and we appreciate the love, and we appreciate the, the support. So keep it coming. And, again, don't be afraid to, to you know, to call in or send in a letter uh, for sure. And, again, if, um, if you're catching us, you know where to catch us. If you got the replay, you know where we're at. All right, as, as I do all, as always, ladies real, and gentlemen. Real quick. Go ahead, e. e. I'm sorry. June yeah, right. 17th, Winter Park, Winter Park Event Center, Cap Alpha Side presents Casino Night. Winter Park. Uh, Florida, June 17th. Come out, have a good time. Food, drinks, fun, music. Support a good cause. Winter Park Capital League. Again, Capital Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. Winter Park Alumni Chapter. Casino Night, June 17th. Be there. You know. You know. All right. Good stuff there. All right. So I'm going to leave you guys with this. Um, uh, as I always like to leave you guys with something positive. And tonight I'll leave you with this. Uh, the desire to reach for the stars is ambitious. The desire to reach hearts is wise. So with that being said, and uh, you know what, before I, before I leave here, um, RIP, rest in peace, Tina Turner, for sure. All right, so for myself, K-Walk, and E. Scott, for Sports Talk, K-Walk, and E. Scott, on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio, God willing, we'll talk to you next week. And you don't stop, keep, keep it on, keep it on, keep, keep it on. You don't stop, keep, keep it on, keep, keep it on. Where the party at? Where the party at?